You're listening to episode 134 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can support the show when you shop at amazon.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner, and then go about your purchase. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas the strip is just the most amazing stretch of road i think probably anywhere in the world kicking ass in vegas vegas baby vegas baby welcome to las vegas vegas eve i know it's been a while we'll be here this time next week it's been a, it's been a while it's 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 well, odd it's, it's been a while for us i'm not going to i'm not going <laughs> to try and explain why we've been here i mean it's a it's a myriad of medical issues and a beautiful new home area and it's just it's just a whole lot of things but i'm excited i mean there's a lot of new things in vegas we haven't been there since september and even if there wasn't a lot of new things in vegas i'm not that fucking whore when it comes to vegas like going oh where's all the new things like if there was nothing new i'd equally be interested but throw it on top you're like it's been a long time and wow there's a lot of new things we haven't checked out and i have a feeling we're gonna have to trek to see them all we don't have to trek as much as you want. That's why we're or as much as you think, as much as you want. I don't want to trek at all. Karen loves trekking all. I hate trekking. She's star trekking this shit. <laughs> but no, it's it's one of the reasons why we picked Flamingo because yep. it's it's in a very close proximity to a, a large amount of the the new offerings in Las Vegas. So we'll get to we'll get to check out Link fully, and it won't won't take much of an offer. <sighs> I'm afraid I'm gonna be completely disappointed. I'm in concerned, Link, but yeah, but we'll see. We will experience that in in the positive. As positive. We will go into it with a positive attitude. We'll see where we end up. And I'm sure alcohol will be (laughs) involved at some point, which just further increases one's ability to be positive about something. Or or sometimes the snarkiness, which is what comes out in me. But, you know, maybe not you. Karen, would you like to share with the with the <laughs> listeners the it's concoction fun, you're currently yeah, it's, it's uh, imbibed and, and enjoying? Uh, yeah, I'm. Karen I'm, has decided <laughs> to help create, or she has has not, no, not no, decided. I learned. I learned. I learned. She has invoked on the journey that is creating her own no. alcohol, infusing vodka. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So taking alcohol and and, and and improving it. You know what? There there's a restaurant here that has. Uh, they list it as a cocktail, but basically all it is is Svedka, uh, Citron, Citron, however the hell you want to say it, infused for three weeks, pineapple. And I thought, I can do that. So she did. And I did. <laughs> and we just opened it today, and, and it's it's deadly and lethal. I've and lost my wife. <laughs> this show, I, I have no a disclaimer up front. I don't know what I'm going to say. We're, gonna we're recording this show because we've estimated the amount of time, or we're recording it at this time. Because we've estimated how long it will be before I completely lose. Yeah, if we wait any wife. longer, it's going to be really bad. And and, and I'm not going to say the exact time because I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, timestamp the show. 
But it's early. <laughs> it's early. It's, you know, it's not that early. It's, I don't want him to think it's, it's like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Reasonably early. It's, it's after dinner time. Many people have. Yeah, well, that's fair. They've gotten home See, from work. They've had dinner. It, it's a Saturday. <laughs> Come on. Regardless, I don't have this woman for any longer than four hours tops. No oh, yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah, it's, at it's this point, very yeah. True. That's why I nailed you early. But it's so good. Coming. It's so good. <laughs> Sky and the Rocks would love this. All right, all right. Before we get the show started, I wanted to, I actually remembered to make the note that Brian is enjoying some time off with his family. Oh, this time you explained why I'm here. Odds are. This this is why he's stuck with me. Odds are this won't happen in the future. (laughs) Well, this isn't why I'm stuck with you. It's why I'm stuck with you on this show. Well, Brian often spends time, Brian often spends time with his family, so. But this is a restrictive time is what it boils down to. Brian's a family man. He is. I, I'm very. He has a family. A, I'm very much a you man. I'm like fuck the rest of this world. <laughs> like my family, they can go eat a bag of dicks too. I don't care. <laughs> no, but he has a little guy who is so cute and adorable. Yeah, whatever. He is. I'm not. I'm not. Listen. I'm not judging his his child's adorableness. I just don't give a fuck. Well, right? you don't care about anybody but yourself. That's not true. I, and me. I adore you. I adore mm. Brian. There's a listener or two out there that I actually care about. Matt, I find. So hot. I, I just can't. <laughs> well, I'm glad then he's on the other side of the planet. That's all I'm saying. Because I might be alone. All right. Uh, you wouldn't be alone. You'd be you'd be catty the way you are. <laughs> like, how dare I'm you? St- not catty. Don't get in front of my man. <laughs> you destroy me. I, protective, yes. Oh, which is a whole nother Oh, you destroy, Matt. You destroy him. <laughs> you wouldn't have a chance. <laughs> all right, before we start the show, May 23rd is the... 59th anniversary of the Dunes opening, which may be one of the outside of things like the Sands, I would say is right up there with one of the top properties that I would I wish I would have seen. But we've already talked about this Catch-22. I didn't find Vegas interesting until these properties were dead. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of yeah. thing. It's like the anniversary of something is not there. It's one of those things where it's like, if I could go back in time, that's what I would do, which is the interesting part because I wouldn't have been interested had I not been in the future to experience... It's current incarnation. It sounds like a crazy vortex that you're describing. Mm, it's probably a good movie. I should probably start writing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Forget all that. Let's go into Random Vegas. May 30th, 1985, the Nevada Devices Law is signed into law as an emergency measure against blackjack and roulette devices that can be used to cheat the casinos. The law bans use or possession of any device that can predict the outcome of any casino game or keep track of the cards played. Blows my mind it took 1985 for this to become a law. You were allowed to cheat up until then. Now, here's, here's the interesting part about that. So mobbed up before that, <laughs> that what, you would just get your ass beat. What is a device? I mean... Computer. Any computer you could have hidden on your body. I mean, it, it's hard to understand it in this day and age because we have fucking iPhones sitting in our goddamn yeah, pockets and right. all the things they can do. But people, intelligent people, were coming up with fucking devices that could figure out mathematically based upon, specifically when it comes to blackjack, how, how fucking easy is that now? Fuck, there, there's a reason why we can't pull out our iPhones in Vegas because there's a goddamn app that helps you card count. But apparently, even back then, before the phones were there, there was that ability. Apparently. I mean, I, I've I enjoyed. I just, I'm sorry, I don't know what else to say. Good. I, I'm not going to be witty on any of these comebacks, you realize. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Let's move on to the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. This week's review is Ian's May 15th review of Aria. Five out of five chips. 
So Ian said, a fantastic hotel. I'd previously avoided city center altogether as it seemed cold and sterile. Stayed at New York, New York, MGM, Caesars in the past. Stayed here for four nights and had a great rate. Location is actually surprisingly convenient. Also surprised to find out the casino was relatively small and warm. Staff were fantastic and helpful. Rooms were small by Vegas standards, but clean and luxurious. Great atmosphere in the casino and lots of good dining options. I'd recommend this resort very highly. There's a couple of really interesting things about this. First of all, being a Vegas freak, I, I don't know what you would call me, aficionado perhaps. Well, that's a fancy way to say it. <laughs> I like that. We're going with that. <laughs> sure. I've, I've, Ari has been on my fucking radar forever and we're, we're, well, zeroing since in. it opened. Yeah, well, of course, of yeah, course. We're not ze- forever. We're ze- as long as it's existed. Yeah, not forever. As long as it's existed. 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 <laughs> Shut up. And I'm the one who's hammered. I'm enjoying Miller Fortune, <laughs> which at 6% is pretty wicked. <laughs> but, oh, it's going to be a hell of a show, folks. But, Buckle up. For Aria, one of the things, uh, several things that I loved about this is I think. It's not as remote as you think it is once you learn that Monte Carlo is connected to fucking Aria. That That's makes awesome. a big difference. That's it really huge. does. Yeah. Hands down the best way to get to it. Yeah. Hands down. Now, I've heard there's an easier way to get to Cosmopolitan from there. Not familiar with that yet. And I, I do mm-hmm. want to kind of explore that. I, I, I would imagine if you figure out where the grand entrance is or the main entrance to Cosmopolitan, that if you find the side entrance to Aria, you'd be able to get right into Cosmopolitan, and then that would be incredibly interesting. The exterior is still insanely cold. I do like how Aria's casino is very much like Palazzo's, and it's just this giant, beautiful area. Uh, yeah, I, there's not much about this place that I like. I'm sorry. I just don't get you. I, I, it's dark. It's, it's, it's not. It's romantic. It's no, it sexy. isn't. It's, it's, no, it's not it dark, it's sexy. Sexy to you, not to a woman. Sexy to a guy. That might make more sense. Whatever. I don't I don't like the if casino. Were, I don't they, like I don't like the um I've never liked poker or the video poker there. I've never liked the, the gambling that. and the uh, slot machines. I've never liked the wait staff. There's nothing about that casino. Does it look pretty? Maybe. Do I want to be there? No. I can't really argue with those yeah. those couple of points. Exactly. I, I mean there is there is entirely a chance. That I've romanticized. I, I I really do think the space is beautiful. No, you've romanticized. The space is beautiful. I do agree that we've had multiple. Oh, it, it looks pretty. Multiple Very service pretty. issues. We've had zero luck there in any game we've played, whether it be video poker, slots. We've had zero luck yep. in that property. And yet you want to go back. I want to spend, as I do with many properties, you have to remember this. We had zero luck at Caesar's Palace, and we still stayed there for a week because I honestly believe. You really get to to understand that property when you're there for a full week. And and did we have any luck when we stayed well, at Caesars? No, but, but we fully confirmed what we knew that Caesars property and is. And that was one awful. of the worst gambling trips that it was we had. Awful for us. It was awful. But I still, it's still, it's a beautiful you, property. You just refuse to see the writing on the wall. I will Shut, go and try it out so full of to shit. the fullest. You're so. Bally's is a perfect example of a place we never gave any fucking second look to, stayed at, and we love that place. Tropicana is another one. But we never gambled in any of those. But we did gamble we in Tropicana before, it. and we had a good time. We uh, never played at Bally's before then because it was too pa- much of a pain in the ass to get whatever, to. Whatever. The point is, oh, I don't think it's liar. fair to fully judge a property until you've stayed there for a week. That is really the only point I'm trying to make. Ooh. And I, I disagree. Well, you're wrong. All right. 
I'm let's, the expert here. We're, we're I'm the e Who's the expert here? I mean, this guy. Uh, this guy. Yes, dear. <laughs> let's move on to the Twit Pick of the Week, please. As we, as we should. Yes, we this really should. This winner makes it pretty clear to me that, like women, I have a type when it comes to Vegas oh, picks. Jesus Christ. The winner comes to us from at MGM Grand, and it's an aerial view of the property looking from west to east. It doesn't just offer a unique and awesome view of MGM, but grabs parts of Tropicana, Excalibur, New York, New York, and Monte Carlo. I think these are my favorites because it isn't easily attained. It requires a little extra effort. Or perhaps it's more primitive, relating back to my taste in women and one of my more favorite public views of, of them. Ariel. Wow. <laughs> Whatever it is, I absolutely love this photo. This could easily be another screen print I would allow to adorn the walls of the 360 Vegas office. I've coined it. That's the name of my office. Have you? It is now. All right. <laughs> Are you happy with that? You like it? Yeah. It's good. All right. Fantastic. Close it. As always, we will link to it on our blog, put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page, feature it in our Facebook and Google Plus pages, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast. All right. Let's jump into the news. really interested in this conversation. The Cosmopolitan has been sold. One of the few things, I, as I will be honest, my, my wife is incredibly supportive of this show, but as far as Vegas goes, couldn't really give a fuck. I don't pay any Just attention. doesn't care. And nope. this is one of those shows that, or one of those pieces of news that is radiated beyond. Now, to be fair, this is her favorite property in all of Vegas. Uh, all right, so I have to admit, Chris mentioned something about awesome. this to me. Awesome. He's like, they were sold. I'm like, makes what? Yeah, that makes perfect well, sense. Well, no, but it was funny. Because Man, I'm like, uh, shut up. Shut no, up. No, no, no. No, no, no. Hold no, on. no, no. Now we're no. going into the story. We're going into the story. You shut up now. The <laughs> no. point has been made. Point has been made. Because as soon as I heard it, I'm point like, point has been he, made. I know he Whatever. knows, and he didn't tell no. me. Yeah. Little dick, he didn't it tell me. It was announced this week that Deutsche Bank has finally sold the property they inherited when they foreclosed on the original owners. Ever since, they've been trying to unload it. It was reported that when City Center approached the bank for a cash flow loan that Deutsche Bank originally offered to sell Cosmopolitan as part of the package deal. Caesars rejected that offer and they eventually just agreed to the terms on the cash loan. Six years later, they sold the property that cost $3.9 billion to build for $1.73 billion cash to the Blackstone Group. Now on the flip side, Blackstone paid almost 17 times Cosmopolitan's 2013 cash flow of $103 million. So basically, each of them kind of took it in the ass. <laughs> like, listen, listen, we're both uncomfortable here. We're both uncomfortable. Blackstone, like Texas Pacific Group, who owns Caesars Entertainment, is an equity firm and owns a lot of things, including part of Caesars Entertainment. In Cosmopolitan's case, they will, however, own 100% of that property. Their real estate holdings also include Hilton and Waldorf Astoria. Some have speculated that they intend to tap into their Hilton brand to grow occupancy and player numbers largely because fuck, it makes sense, right? Jesus, that would it's suck. Hilton. That would suck. But brilliant. If you're looking for occupancy and gambling, Hilton made a fucking living 
off strip. Now let's put you on strip on what you and I agree, the coolest fucking property. No, it is. I'm just disappointed as a Hilton. Hilton knows how to run some shit. There's a reason they, they are who they are. It's not like they're coming in to change the property, Karen. They're just going to run it. I can't even argue with you. I with haven't, no, I have an opinion on this because I, as right. someone who travels and stays in a lot of hotels, Hilton is one that sucks the most. All right, well, whatever. Unless I, you're a high-end clientele. Well, that's what they're going for, which could kind of price us out of the market. Now I'm not it real will. thrilled about that. Yeah, <laughs> we will not. It was bad enough that Marriott had a partnership with them because Marriott points were like ridiculous to try to get a discount to stay there. It was already expensive. Yeah. Now that Hilton has it and it's where it is on the strip, we are not going to be able to afford to stay there. We'll see. we'll see. Yeah, we will. Outside of real right. estate, Blackstone owns, at least in some parts, if not outright, Republic Services, which is the second largest waste management firm in the U.S. They own Legoland Amusement Parks, Madame Tussauds, The Weather Channel, and Pinnacle Foods, whose brands include Campbell's Soup, whose brands include Swanson Frozen Dinners, Aunt Jemima, Mrs. Butterworth's and Log Cabin Syrup. Duncan Hines, open pit barbecue sauce. I love how specific that is. Like, how how well is that brand run that they're like, no, 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 no. We just want the sauce. So we want is the sauce. Mm. Vandicamps and Vlasic. Blackstone makes a pretty good living. In 2012, their total assets were valued at $210 billion. They pulled in $3.6 billion in revenue and netted $218 million of that in pure profit. Now, the deal still requires approval, but this is really just a formality. But what does that mean to people like us who love Vegas? We won't get to stay there. Slim to nothing. Slim to nothing yep. is what it boils down to. Let's be honest, their room prices are not going to increase. They're already in an incredibly competitive market and can't fill the rooms they currently have at the prices they've already set. It's not going to happen here. There's no this way it's going to happen. like prime real estate on the Strip. There's no way it's going to happen. There's no way whatsoever. Next up is Murder at the Palms. Hooray! <laughs> This whole cosmopolitan thing. It is some fucking prick die. <laughs> Hold on, let's do that one over again, please. No, no, we have to stick where we are with this. It's brilliant. Thursday night, the Hugh Hefner Sky Villa in Palm's Fantasy Tower was host to a party attended by 40 to 50 people. At 9.20, a man in attendance took a shot to the chest and not of the variety two men who really like oh, each Jesus other share. Christ, really? <laughs> Karen, it can be a beautiful thing. Don't judge. Don't judge my past. I'm, I'm not judging. Where, where I'm we just are. curious. <laughs> considering how long Very ago that past, past must have been. <laughs> All right. Uh, he was taken to the hospital where he later died of his injuries. An investigation is currently ongoing, and the police are said to have two suspects, but no one has been taken into custody. But let's be honest, this happened Thursday. These things take time. It is currently unclear what caused the shooting at the party. Yeah. 40, 50 people, you'd think it'd be pretty easy to figure that out, but I get the impression it's a whole shitload of California douches. Sorry, Vegas Oasis, but it's a whole shit ton of them going, we didn't see anything, but like, we will charge you for hiding evidence from the police. Like, okay, it's this. <laughs> Maybe. Right. That's right. disappointing. 
simply because you and I have enjoyed Palms recently, <laughs> and and we want yeah. that place to do better. I mean, they're reinventing themselves. Unfortunately, they created a, a trend that is bleeded onto the strip, which has then almost negated them, and now they have to try and reinvent themselves or somehow. The trend of nightclubs. Yeah, which we didn't like. Well, but but, but we're that old, is what we're old and crotchety. But so, that is you know. what made Palms. And now that isn't there to draw people away from the Strip. I mean, we're talking about people that come to Vegas and are going, oh, man, we're coming to Vegas, we're fucking staying at Caesars, and then we're going over to Palms for the nightclub. Well, they don't have to do that anymore. So now Palms is like, fuck, what do we do now? I don't know. And since Maloof isn't owning it anymore, and Caesars people are... Not known uh, for doing anything inventive. Right, exactly. Um, like, what's everybody else doing? Do that, do that, and do that. Wait, they did it first. That's a good idea. We should do that. We and and we like Caesars. It just we we accept them for who they are. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, win art enthusiast. He is Karen, and you're gonna you're gonna not like this. <laughs> it was reported this week that Steve Wynn actually you might you might a bit because you and I agree to a certain extent about about views on wealth. Okay, just get into the story. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this, so just get into the story, please. It was reported this week that Steve Wynn purchased a life-size sculpture of the cartoon character Popeye by Jeff Koons at auction for $28.2 million. Plans are to display the shiny mirrored sculpture in the lobby of Wynn Hotel and Casino by the end of the month. Hopefully, we'll be able to actually see this. Now, Jeff Koons is also the artist responsible for the $33.6 million piece known as Tulips on display outside of Wynn Encore Theater. Now, before you rage out, I see it. Oh, I see it. I see it coming over there. A lot of people have made fun of this, and it's so easy to do that. However, I personally like to look at people like Mr. Wynn, Zuckerberg, Mark Cuban, who have brought them... More money than they know what to do with? But started out with shit and earn this shit. I love to see them do, they've got, you're absolutely right, all three of those people have more money than they know what to do with, and they purchase things like this, and you're like, oh, that's outrageous, that's ridiculous. Like, they fucking work their ass off to get to the point where they've got this kind of cash. Good for you, Mr. Wynn. Enjoy yourself with whatever ridiculous purchases you like to make. I have a shit ton of Jordans, Karen, and a lot of people would say that's outrageously ridiculous. Well, it is, but I think you're, you're, I'm guessing. So, what what do you think my objection to this article is? Well, I think the piece is absolute shit. I think it's horrific. I, the price is who gives a fuck. Right. But I so, mean, yeah, my my issue is the fact that it's a shiny mirrored sculpture of Popeye. But to me, there are things like Jordan. Some people would say, oh, actually, you I, would say, say yeah. they are some of the ugliest shoes you've ever seen. Yeah. But to me, I consider them wearable art. I think they're beautiful. I love how so distinct they are from one another but it, it's what I love about art whereas Twit Pick of the Week it's why we celebrate it so much but at the same time there are many pictures that people think are fantastic that I think are absolute shit the same thing with this I think Tulips is beautiful overpriced like absolutely yes. but I do think it's beautiful this Popeye thing absolutely think it's stupid this guy, maybe it's a childhood thing. Maybe he loves Popeye when he was a kid. He has the opportunity to do this. Good for him. You know what the thing is? He's Steve Wynn. Anything he buys of any substantial monetary value is going to be new. So, right. So but, here's, be him. but here's the great thing about this. It's not even like he's being some giant cunt about this whole thing of like going, look at this fucking Popeye statue I got. It's like, I'm going to share it with you people. Now, should he? 
Probably not. <laughs> probably, yeah, I probably just kept one to myself. But think about the tulips. $33 million. And what does he do it? Boom, public. Enjoy I, that. Yeah, I don't get that one either. And the fact that there's not, the fact that tulips, now they're really so much to pay for it, is um, sitting right there in the middle that anyone can touch it. Well, it's, it does have a little roundy thing, but you're right. You could touch it if you made the effort. Yeah. It isn't like it's surrounded by security. For $33 million. I totally right. agree with you. I right. totally agree with you. But I look at it in the sense that I'm like, you know what? Good. He earned it. Now, if this were some little fucking piece of shit that fell into this money, like his fucking, like if his kids did this, didn't oh, do no, shit. Oh, he worked for oh, it. Oh, I would just. There's no doubt oh, about I the money would, that he I has. Would, it's, yeah. yeah but, but I'm like, I agree with you. I think. $28 million for a shiny I personally Popeye think. However, replace that. Right. Replace that with me and Batman. And it were that. Tell me people wouldn't be like, are you fucking kidding me? He paid that much for a Batman statue. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Work my ass off. I got this. Eat a bag of dicks. I have a $28 million Batman statue. He's shiny. If you worked yourself off. I I work myself mm. off every time I am in you, woman. You know it. Oh, here we go again. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) Worked yourself like Steve Wynn did? I agree. Okay, then, yeah, you can buy that. Um, And that's really the only point. I agree with you. As far as taste goes, I don't agree with it, but. But tulips I love. I'm good with that one. Yes, yes. So. All right. Well done, Mr. Wynn, that you have earned that money that you can throw it away on things like that. On a Popeye statue. Right. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. Next up, Fremont history is revealed. This is such a nerdy thing of me, and I, I think you're I, actually going to find this cute of me because you you know my personality here. So well, let, let me I share. can't wait to find you cute. Come on. <laughs> Give it to me. Renovations have begun on the Pioneer Club exterior with plans to build a tattoo shop. Now, why you would need to tear down... Second story signage is beyond me, but whatever, that's the plan. But Vital Vegas made our week when they captured how history is preserved at that building. Whether it was lazy or cost effective, when the red, white, and yellow signage was installed around the top of the Pioneer Club, the builders literally didn't touch much of the already established exterior. They just built over it. So. When the signage was pulled down, it revealed the former casino's facade as it was before it was renovated in 1961 and turned it into what it is today. Even more interesting, the property's exterior design hasn't changed much from when it was originally opened in 1942. So, all right, hold on. Pioneer Club? Vegas Vic. Oh, wow. It's nothing but a. It's nothing but a, a shop now. It used to be a casino. Now it's nothing but a gift shop. I didn't realize they were changing it into something else. Well, all they're really doing is. Uh, my guess is it's going to be an extension of this because there's a tiny space in between the Golden Nugget and the Pioneer Club shop, and they're just going to build a tattoo shop or whatever in between. No, I'm having whatever. a hard time visualizing this, so just move on. It's hard. It's tiny. It's it's not it's not a whole lot of space, but That's it's closed off said. to traffic. So that <laughs> nice. <laughs> While several properties have their original bones in some form or another, it's cool to see something from Vegas Pass rediscovered. Now, I don't really have a love affair with old buildings or architecture. In fact, I've said before, I fell in love with a city and her history after she had been renovated. And it's one of those things that after I fell in love with her, I did all this history and now I've learned about those. So it's cool to see a shadow of it even if it didn't interest me before <laughs> current days. <laughs> All right. I, I can't visualize where this is, but yeah. 
odds are it won't it won't be there when we're there. If it is, it'll be super cool. But only only in the sense that I've read many books and seen many pictures of what she used to look like. So you'll be like, huh, and I'll be like, I don't get it. You'll actually be like, this is so lame. I'm glad they updated it. <laughs> I just think it's cool. Right. Yay for you. <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, and we have Giada's restaurant opening. I believe it's pronounced Giada. It's so weird. She's she's so hot to me, and yet, like, like really, she annoys the fuck out of me. Oh no no no! I, I didn't say if she talks. No no no! I, I mean, when I look at her, she's hot, and even then, like, she has to smile at a certain angle. Oh, because at another angle, I'm days. like, I'm like, she's gonna like, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, her face is gonna like peel back, and she's gonna be like, Whoa! like a fucking <laughs> velociraptor or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's weird. Okay. The Cromwell announced that Giada will open her restaurant at their place June 3rd, which means we, of course, are going to miss it. Oh, uh-huh. I'm so disappointed. It's Italian, Karen. I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> Vegas yes. <laughs> Vegas 7 shared a few interesting details not commonly known. First, there will be an escalator that leads you directly to the restaurant. The first thing that you will notice when you enter the dining room is the antipasti bar as well as a pizza oven instead of the traditional bar, which is pretty much every restaurant you come in. Cause, you know, when you get you loosened up when you come into the place. Signature cocktails available are named after movies her grandfather, Dino De Laurentiis, produced, including Blue Velvet. Flash Gordon, and Red Dragon. Giada is the only restaurant in Cromwell and will only be open for dinner in its first 10 days of operation. Uh. After that, it will be open for lunch and then later for brunch and breakfast. Giada specifically asked for large wooden spoons instead of the industry standard steel because she feels it affects the flavor of things, especially tomato sauce, which we've actually had that issue in our home because my family did the same thing when they made their their uh, spaghetti sauces at wooden spoons. Yep. Desserts. They will be offered via a cart. Look at one of the little fancy carts. Peel around. Or they peel around. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Like the one we saw Remy on, to, you know. In, uh, oh, that was so adorable. Was it not? This is such a sidetrack. Back to Vegas. God. Uh, as a reminder, this is Celebrity Chef Giada's first restaurant anywhere. So we'll see. Yep. Next up are Caesar's renovation plans. Oh, yep. Jesus Christ. Please tell me it's massive. No, it's not. Fuck. It was announced this week that the nightclub Pure at Caesars will be closing May 26th to undergo a total remodel. Plans are to reopen in early 2015. Pure originally opened in 2004. It was also shared that plans are to relocate the property's poker room to where the old sports bar was next to Mesa Grill. Plans are to open in the second week of June. Now the new sports bar will take up residency in the space formerly used by the poker room, which is right next to the sports book. Isn't it so ridiculous? You're like, why the fuck didn't somebody think of this years Wait, ago? So, so um, I never noticed they had a poker room. Apparently, the poker room has the same like floor to like 26 foot ceilings that the sport, sports book does. Well, I think it was behind the. It, well, I know where it was. It was behind the TV area. You wouldn't have known it was there if you didn't. If you weren't. Are you looking. serious? They oh, had a they had a poker room behind the TV. Imagine this, and this is awful for for audio, but fuck it. Imagine this in the sports book. Right. Poker rooms right here. Pure's right here. Poker rooms right here. 
so ridiculous. I like what you do with your finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So basically, they're they're doing what they should have done all along, which is take the sports bar, put it by the sports book, which is in the middle of the fucking casino. There, you and I have never nothing. gotten this. Yeah. You and I will. Let's not get into it, but we totally agree on this. I don't understand how, how people are like Caesar Sportsbook is the greatest. We're like I don't get it. I don't, I don't like Caesar's it. layout at all. Any part of it. Man, Anything that's that. there. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird. I love the property and all the history that it represents. As far as staying there, gambling there, eating there, doing anything there, don't like it. Nope. Don't yeah. like anything Hate about it. it. Yeah. All right. Oh, this is funny. Brittany's residency has been extended. Less than six months into her two-year Vegas residency at Planet Hollywood, New York Daily News is reporting that Caesars Entertainment and Britney Spears are close to signing a one-year extension for $12 million. Due to tremendously high demand, she has already agreed to perform more than the originally planned 50 shows per year. Recently, Tickets for performances in August through February of 2014 went on sale, performing at least three shows and up to 13 per month. It has been widely reported that she lip syncs the entire show, but apparently the production is very entertaining regardless. You and I have... Entertaining to see the hot mess that she is? We have have swayed dramatically back and forth about this because oh, it's part have. of Vegas. Well, I have That's true. That's true. It's part of Vegas history, and I want to be able to see... John Colston saw it while he was recently in Vegas yep. and said exactly what I imagine we would say, which is the show, fantastic. She, awful. A train wreck. I know. Yeah. I, I just... Yeah. This and it's sad because I don't want her to be that, but no. apparently she is. Well, and it would be it would be a totally different thing if she's lip syncing and like her and her background dancers are in sync. Oh man, yeah. she's amazing! Like this is like a robot. Phenom- she is oh, it's awesome. fucking amazing. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, is it's widely reported like she is desperately trying to keep up with her her background dancers. Well, you know, supposedly she airbrushes her abs. <laughs> like three hundred style. I, I need airbrushes to, I need to learn how to do that. Can, oh, I'm down can for I this do idea. that for me? Oh yeah. Yeah. Airbrush the abs. Why not? Totally on board. Why not? Oh Lord <laughs> Let's just move on. Because it's this is bad. Okay, the downtown grand unveils street dice. It's time to get hood ready, Karen. Oh shit. No, it's not. <laughs> when downtown grand opened, they promised a few things that would come online when the weather warmed up. One was the rooftop day club picnic which so far hasn't drawn much interest. However, the game we've been waiting for is Street Dice. This is a version of the dice game famously portrayed in movies as a favorite among poor minorities. Downtown Grand now offers a safe suburbanite version. (laughs) Right off the bat, it isn't exactly the game it was either promised or speculated to be. First, it's not played by throwing dice against the actual brick walls of downtown Grand, as previously advertised. The Nevada Gaming Commission wouldn't approve that incarnation of the game. Jesus. <laughs> Instead, good. the faux brick wall is the target of the die casting in this game. Here's how it's played thanks to Vital Vegas. Oh, goody. Here we go. The wall you throw the dice against is 10 feet away and you have to stand behind a betting counter, so no gangsta crouching, which is what I was really looking forward Aww, to. Know, come right? on. In the come out roll, if you roll a 2, 3, or 12, you lose. If you roll an 11, you win. Right. A 7 is a push. Awesome. Which is very different from, from craps there. Anything else? On the come out? 
Seven or eleven. Uh, oh, seven's a win. Right. Exactly. Oh, that sucks. It, it's it's a very reduced. You'll very much All right, see. Just keep going. Yeah, exactly. Keep going. Anything else, you set the point. Once the point is set, you get three rolls to attempt to hit the point again. Your payout is based on what the point is and which roll you hit it on. Now, if you roll a seven before you hit the point, you lose. If you don't hit the point after your three rolls, the whole game starts over. You don't lose. It just starts over. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, I, don't, I, I don't like it either. They're taking all the fun out of I this. don't like it either. No, we are not playing this game. People. <laughs> FYI, you don't need to recall any of this information. It's all laid out on the table felt. If you still, at some point, want, can, want to can play. Can read it. Yeah, like what, what I mean, if you still even want to, as we describe it. Wait, how do we play this Now, game? Street Dice only has one side bet, or prop bet there, Stu. If the shooter hits the point the hard way, both dice are the same. For example, the point is a six, and when you hit the point, both dice come up a three, totaling six. You win. I love the hard ways. It pays 25 to 1. You gotta remember, you only have three opportunities to fucking do it. Downtown Grand Street Dice game can be found next to the Third Street entrance, attempting to get into the casino. Not anywhere near what we thought it would be. Insanely disappointing, but there's outside gambling. And there is supposed to be outside blackjack, which hasn't made its appearance yet, Ooh. but should. Hopefully. Soon. Cross your fingers. Right. All right. I feel bad for them. Ever, actually, I don't feel bad for them. This is what they get for bailing on the Lady Luck name. It's like everything they've tried to do, like, that's a nice try. Fail. Should have stayed with the Lady Luck name. Probably should have done that. <laughs> Payback. Right? It's a bitch. Right? <laughs> and now we have Lipstick at the Venetian. It was announced this week that Whitney Cummings is responsible for the excessive bitchiness coming to the Venetian. It's a... <laughs> It's a comedy series similar to the Aces of Comedy at Mirage, minus the funny people, called Lipstick. The lineup will include Joy Behar, Stifler's mom, Jennifer Coolidge, Wendy Williams, Caroline Ray, and Curb Your Enthusiasm's Susie Essman, as well as multiple others. The series starts in July and runs through the end of the year. Days, times, and prices vary depending on the act. And as we do with the Aces of Comedy, we will list those we don't actively dislike on the coming attractions calendar on the blog. I'm just kidding. I, Some of these women are quite funny. I just... Really? None of them that you listed were... Well, I intentionally did that. I apologize. I, they're just... I, oh, I agree with you. Yeah. You and I have had... Uh, I, I think the glaringly noticeable missing person is Kathy Griffin. How the fuck do you not have Kathy Griffin involved in that? I'll give you an answer to that. Because she's funny... And at the Mirage. And she can already. headline her own show. Exactly. And, exactly. Yeah, you, you and I have Ugh. never been giant fans of Whitney Cummings. Her whole show has never been a big deal. Joy Behar, I don't get it. Like, oh, I'm Jewish and I'm old and now I don't have I, a period anymore. Oh, like, I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get the majority of the women on this tour. If people I've find them th funny, God bless you. That's awesome. You. Yes, that's awesome yeah. for you. Unfortunately, I've not found the majority of female comics very funny. The, now, the ones I have found are fucking hilarious. I think Amy Schumer, she's one of those ones I'm like, she's finally pushed my interest. And I'm like, I got I to gotta see that fucking show. I think Sarah Silverman <laughs> is a genius. I think I Kathy Griffin is fucking here. brilliant. Kathy, I love. You know, it's like there are funny comics out there that, that, are, that are female. But, I, I, like, I look at this and it, it, to me it's more of... We're women and we're funny, but like going, well, you're women. I can agree about yeah, that. Just be funny. Yeah. That's all they have to do, and most of them are not. Yeah, mm. It's disappointing, but. Uh, all right, we have to move on. I hope we're so, wrong. 
That's it for news, but we do have some prop bets. For those of you who are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Yep. While Caesars Entertainment continues to sell properties to themselves and inch ever closer to default on their <laughs> 20-plus billion loans, American Casino and Entertainment Properties owners of Stratosphere reported a 3% increase in both revenue and earnings in the first quarter of 2014. After reporting a $3 million loss for the same time last year, they showed a $4.5 million profit this year. And Stratosphere alone pulled in $40.3 million of the company's reported $89 million in revenue. Hands down, the worst place you could be located on the Strip, and they outperformed Caesars Entertainment. But uh, hold on. Uh, obviously, obviously, we're just making a joke because we're... All right. It's not really a fair comparison. Okay, because I was going to say, that's a revenue, but is that really the profit? Well, no, it is the profit. It is the profit. But it's really just, uh, obviously, it's comparing apples to oranges. Or, or apples, you know, to Granny Smith. or something. Gr- Granny I, I Smith to, to Red Delicious. I understand. Someone made a profit and someone didn't. Right. All right. It's, it's, go on. Formerly known as Avenue 24 until it stopped being open 24 hours a day, Avenue Cafe has announced that they are dropping dinner service and will now only offer breakfast and lunch. Open daily, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Avenue 24 is located at MGM. I have no idea where that is, and I don't care. Well, we haven't stayed there yet. If it's in MGM? Bleh. Right. Oh, come on. Really? The buffet experience is <laughs> I know. It, it soured you on all uh, food experiences I there. I just don't want to eat there. Yeah. All right. Um, Vegas Rover has reported that the long-promised Voodoo zip line at Rio will open on Friday, May 23rd. We'll see. Actually, we'll be there. We'll be able to confirm that. Will we tweet it? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Odds are we'll be hammered by the time we ever even acknowledge that it exists. I am not doing that thing. That is stupid. Well, no, no, no. We already talked about this. I'm waiting for the Superman experience at the uh, Slotzilla, which won't be there when we go on this next trip. But I totally agree with you. Like, I I want to give it the best opportunity that we could like it. It's going to be stupid. I agree with you is what it's going to boil down to. But I want to give it its ultimate... Ability to be good, and that's going to be the Superman experience at Fremont Street, Slotzilla. McCarran Airport has seven new TSA videos starring various Vegas resident performers, including Carrot Top, Blue Man Group, and Terry Fader. If you can't wait to stand in line at McCarran, Vegas Shatter has links to all of them. Apparently, the previous had been in rotation since 2004. I have to say, they were mildly amusing while you're waiting through that. But I will say, I've already seen all of what's coming up. And the one with crazy-haired Murray Sawchuck is a goddamn abortion. Who? Murray Sawchuck. Remember the guy from from fucking um, Pawn Stars who comes in? He's always the magic guy that comes in. And he's got a residency at Tropicana. He does? It's awful. It is awful, okay. the fucking video that they have. It's, it's fucking terrible. If it's any representation of his show, so glad we never even entertained going to us. Well, it's a magic show, so. Terrible. All right, and lastly, DJ Calvin Harris is looking at an offer for $11.8 million to extend his Hakkasan residency for two more years. I can't wrap my head around it. He's a DJ. Good for him, man, but that's fucking mind-blowing. That's like just short of six million a year. That's just to, to touch a digital thing and play records. That's what I mean. Like when I started it, going to be a DJ, even, I thought yeah. I was like, I'm gonna fuck digital. I'm gonna learn how to scratch on wax, man. I'm gonna learn how to do this right. And they're like, eh, fuck that. I'll get 11 million for doing this digital shit. Like, 
Wow, that's that's yeah. really cool. <laughs> there you go. All right, so that'll do it for news and profits. We'll just move into playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is part of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. And on Monday, we're going to start with the dive-in movie Doubleheader at the Boulevard Pool at Constantin. It's Despicable Me and Goldfinger. The first movie starts... <laughs> Sorry, I find those funny. Um, <laughs> first movie starts at 7 p.m., the second one at 9.30. Admission is free for guests staying at the property. Everyone else is five bucks. Wednesday and Saturday, Guns N' Roses are at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $50. And on Friday, Kathy Griffin is at the Mirage. Show start at 5 p.m. Or- 5 p.m. <laughs> and Kathy's like, I just want to get this over with. <laughs> I'm funny. You'll get here. <laughs> you will cut this. No, I won't. That was awesome. Come on. That was adorable. 10 p.m. Tickets start at 85 bucks. I hate you so much. <laughs> Friday and Saturday, Bruno Mars Woo-hoo. is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $120. That sounds like that would be an interesting that, that show. That would be a great it show. It sounds like see. it would be amusing. I, I think that I would, would be fun. Love, Karen, I would love to hear what a listener of our show thinks about that. I would love to hear about anyone, whether they listen to the show or they're affiliated with the show in some way, what they think of, of that show. If anyone could get there to see that show, it would be awesome. We would love to hear your thoughts. I really would, especially on Saturday. So super excited. <laughs> it would be awesome. So excited for it. And then on Saturday, eh, don't care as much, but Chris Tucker. <laughs> it's not like it's Bruno Mars or anything. <laughs> Bruno Mars, come on. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm so excited for that show. So. Um, but on Saturday, Chris Tucker will be at the Pearl at Palms. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets are 60 bucks. And lastly, Sunday, Ziggy Marley is at Mandalay Beach. Show's going to start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Cher's at the MGM Grand. Her show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $65. Cat Williams is at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $35. Maxwell is at the Pearl of Palms. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $70. And Rita Rudner is at the Venetian. Show starts at 8.30. Tickets start at $88. Can't be a holiday weekend or anything, no, right? <laughs> no, no reason for all these people to be in, in Vegas. Right. Yikes. Jesus Christ. All right, that's going to do it for playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas deals. Just a little bit. We're not promising any more than a little. A little. Bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. We're gonna save you like, like two fifty. <laughs> two dollars and fifty cents. That is exactly yep. what I meant. <laughs> All right, casinos, high roller suites. It was announced. That, that'd be Caesars. Oh. High roller suites. <laughs> Although 
Caesars does own casinos, Karen. So you were on to something. <laughs> There's no way I'm cutting it. Move on. <laughs> All right. It was, again, the vodka is delicious. But it's awesome, um, right? <laughs> it's amazing. It was announced earlier this year that the suites at Caesar Property, formerly only available to high rollers as comps, would now be available to the general public for reservation. As expected, the cost per night of these rooms is about as outlandish as the suites themselves. Attempting to whet your appetite, Caesar sent out previews of what is available as well as their costs. The cheapest of which would be Harris Executive Suite, which will run you 290 bucks a night, to the villas at Caesars running you 25000 per night. We can pull that off. <laughs> no, we couldn't. <laughs> no. For those of you that are interested, even if only to see what's available, we'll have a link to it on the blog. You and I have talked about this extensively. I think it would be fun if we somehow were able to tie it into 360 Vegas Vacation 2 or 3 or whatever the fuck. But I, I, I don't... When people, I am, I'm not paying for that shit. That's right. I, I think you and I are in agreement when it comes to people who complain about the size of the room. Like, well, it's kind of small for Vegas to have. Like, how, who gives a fuck? How long were you there? It's like, I literally pass out there in between the times I'm not at that room. <laughs> like, I'm literally at that room. As little as possible. I pass out there, I wake up, I shower, and I get the fuck out of it. I literally storm. This is a giant locker with a bed. It's really <laughs> all I need it to be. And I just want the bed to be comfortable. Right. It, I need a comfortable room, bed. Comfy bed. Just enough room to put my fucking clothes, a shower, a toilet, and I'm out. Yeah. A lock. Prefer- I must have a lock. Prefer- well, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we ran into that before. We have run we? into that. Um, I would just prefer the tower and the shoulder to be separate, but that's okay. I just don't get that that argument. I think what I just said was really bad. I, know, I can't wait to hear it. You <laughs> <laughs> said the tower and the shirlet. Oh, Lord. Here we go, folks. That may be the title. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the, I believe one of the last times you were this inebriated, you came on the show, and, yep. we, and, and it was named the Panician and Velazzo. I did it again. Awesome. All right, awesome. All right, we're going to end the Vegas deals and move into coming attractions. Coming attractions is a part of the show where we share a few acts and artists outside of the usual residencies. We have that a will... shit ton. <laughs> Can I finish? I got excited. Can I finish? <laughs> Can I finish? They're coming soon. <laughs> I got excited. All right, let's move on. First up is Jimmy Cliff performing at the Brooklyn Bowl at Link on Tuesday, July 22nd. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at 25 bucks. Gallagher is performing at Golden Nugget July 8th through the 19th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets run $22. 311 is performing at Mandalay Beach on Saturday, June 28th. Show start at 9 p.m. and tickets are 50, not are 57. They start at 57. Sublime, featuring Rome, is at Mandalay Beach, Saturday, July 5th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $57. Cannon Crows with Toad the Wet Sprocket are at Mandalay Beach, Sunday, August 10th. Show start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $55. 30 Seconds to Mars is performing at the Boulevard Pool, Saturday, September 20th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $59. See, I love how you got excited. Think about the iTunes Festival. Oh, right, that sucks. Yes, I knew it because when I originally saw it, I'm like, fuck you. Oh, they suck. God damn it. We they saw that. They suck life. That is oh. absolutely right. Yes, 100% with you. Equally got excited. Unfortunately, I remembered that far more rapidly, but I was sober when I wrote these show notes. So it's, yeah, that's fair. not. Um, which explains a lot of the editing you have to do. 
Well, what? They don't know that until you just said it. But (laughs) they're gonna figure it out. Legends of His (laughs) Hop. It's not her hop. It's his hop. (laughs) Actually, I want to take over this one anyways because this this is like my childhood. It's featuring DMX, EPMD, Big Daddy Kane, Naughty by Nature, Bismarcky, Slick Rick, Black Sheep, and Rob Bass. This is literally a CD cornucopia of me when I was in high school. <laughs> but they are coming to the joint at Hard Rock Saturday, August 2nd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $40. Mm. You have to think like they come out and do three songs, right? That many fucking people? Probably. Yeah. Offspring with Bad Religion and others are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock on Wednesday, August 27th. Shows start at 6 p.m. Tickets start at 50 bucks. The Eagles are performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, October 11th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $96. Enrique Iglesias and Pitbull are performing at Mandalay Bay on Sunday, October 12th. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets run from 59 to 217 bucks. And lastly, Riviera has a new resident show called Forever Motor City, which is 90 minutes of Motown music, administration, administration. <laughs> admission is $30 for general admission, $50 for VIP. I don't really think we can Why describe this any Why would longer. you pay? Yeah, all right. I appreciate their effort. That's the one thing I do love about shitty properties, <laughs> and I hate to say that about Riviera, but it, they're a property that is clearly in massive decline, but they're busting their ass. It's not like Circus Circus, they're like, we're Circus Circus. It's fucking cheap. There's shit for your kids to do. You can gamble here. It's dirty and scary. You and I think that, yeah. but Circus No, but it is. Well, but Circus Circus, we don't, like, we don't give that. a fuck. Riviera's like, come on, we're kind of cool. Who knows shit we got? Really trying, like very sweet that you're trying. <laughs> well, at least they're trying. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, so let's check the river. Let's uh, let's check the fucking river. Don't say that. <laughs> no, Come but on. I felt it. <laughs> In my head, that's how I translated it, and that's please, how I amused it. Can I say it again? No, it's way please. better. It's way better. Oh, <laughs> I hate you. So this week in the river, we have some listener feedback, which is very specifically pertaining to us because the last time that you were on the show, we spoke about what listener of the show, Chris Hall more commonly known as Dustin of Holland, had to share about some comments that you and I had. Why don't you read the first bullet point? FYI, the Boozery in Container Park is a bar, not a liquor store. It was closed when I was in town a few weeks ago, but this past weekend it was open again. It was owned by Future Restaurant Group along with Pork and Beans and The Beatnik. It appears that maybe someone else purchased the Boozery. The other two are still closed. The drinks were excellent and cheap. Yeah, remember, I thought that it might have just been a liquor store, but no, apparently it was, as you thought, you know, more of a bar. So that's kind of cool. We'll get to check that out when we go to Vegas. <laughs> Assuming they don't close. <laughs> we yeah. go to Vegas next week. Cross your fingers. Right. Concerning steakhouses and off-strip, I am very much the opposite of y'all. I'll rent a car and probably... Y'all? Yeah, <laughs> for, for the record, is that how he typed He's it? from Georgia, yes. <laughs> he, or, Georgia's. He's from... <laughs> He's from Georgia. That's a place, not Georgia's. <laughs> <laughs> but 
say I've recently learned that y'all is not Y A apostrophe L L. The correct it's Y apostrophe A L L. Because it's you all. So it should be Y. That, that's all. that's what he put. That's not what you have here. Oh, I see. Oh, no, no. I did copy it. So you're wrong, Dustin Arvall. You're wrong. <laughs> Although he is from Georgia, so know, maybe but, they do it differently. But if you think about it. Maybe he does it differently. You all. We're from Tennessee. Could be different here okay, than it is there. No, this is someone from New Orleans that told me this. So. Oh, 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 let's do Because New Orleans sets the tone for well, all of the South, Karen. They kind of do. They have the you're whole, so they, No, no, but they, they have the whole Katrina thing you're throwing everybody else. Oh, oh, is that the case? I'm, I'm just saying. This from the people talk about this, but they're going to talk about it to make no absolute minimum sense. They're going to talk about something like I'm from New Orleans. Um, those folks. Those they, are those folks. We can't really take. They their don't word sound like that. No, they do. Trust me, they do. But if you think about the contraction, don't care. Y'all, the contraction. Be... They have contractions. It is. <laughs> it is. Don't care. What do you? What does he think? Don't care. Uh, he, he says that he rents a car and probably spends sixty to seventy percent of his time off strip. Now, of course, he has been coming to Vegas since he was six years old. Wow. That's Your parents were awesome. like probably mm. bad parents, but. <laughs> Hopefully he amused himself, but whatever. Now, his favorite casinos are mostly off-strip. M Resort, Sunset Station, El Cortez, Eureka, and the Main Street Station. I can't even relate to this guy anymore. I thought he was a friend. <laughs> I don't even know you. I don't even know you, Dustin Mullins. But what the Oasis guys said about Del Frisco's was actually an understatement. This place is an experience unto itself, and I would liken it to visiting a high-end casino resort for the first time. The atmosphere, service, and food is above and beyond anything else I've experienced anywhere in the world. I have had several business dinners there, and every time I've received handwritten thank you notes from our server within two weeks of dining there. Because it's a business dinner and you spend a shitload of money. What a trivialize it. I'm just saying. You're probably right, but I was being dramatic, and you just fucking took the air out of I'm all sorry. that. It's okay. Sorry. I'll pick it up and pretend you didn't say anything. You could walk there from the Strip. It's basically straight behind Harris on Paradise Road, but it's not the nicest walk, and only a few-minute cab ride. I know you're not a foodie, but this is not a foodie place. No fluff on the menu, just the absolute best of the simple steakhouse staples. Also, a level of service that is indescribable. Would be worth a trip for a special occasion sometime. It's an experience you will remember for many years. Any interest now? Um, sure. I just can't do it. <laughs> I think, you know what I think it is? And this is just me as, a, as my personality. I need to experience every, and fuck, if I had been there since I was six, obviously I'd probably be in this guy's wheelhouse. But it's, it's, I need to experience everything that the Strip in Fremont has to experience before I'm like, mm, I need more. Well, and yeah, so I'm a little bit different because like this week I went to this little hole in the wall place in New Orleans that had such good food. And I, if I can get a recommendation for someone that's been there for like ever in a day and they love it, I am all about it. Give yeah. me like off Strip because they normally have awesome food, you know, great atmosphere and Usually, even if they're pricey for off-strip, it's not going to be... They are not. I know you didn't listen to it, but if you did, you would have learned yeah, that our, our biggest Oasis guys explained that there are epic, right in your wheelhouse, steakhouses off of Vegas that they're talking about the best steaks they've ever eaten in their entire life. Like, not only the best they've ever had, like, they have gone... Every single time they go to Vegas for the last five years, and every single time 
hands down the greatest steak they've ever tasted in their entire life, and they live in California. And you won't go there. Why? Effort. <laughs> the worst part is... is Wraps like, up our relationship, but, folks. But, but the worst part about it is you know if Dustin were... It, basically what it boils down to, and I hate that I'm fucking telling you goddamn people this because I know you're going to use it against me, but I don't, I don't give a fuck. I kind of like the challenge. But it's, you know if you had somebody like Dustin on your side or fucking uh, uh, any of the Vegas Waste guys, like, you got to fucking do this. So I go, well, all right, steak. fine, steak. We'll See, here's go. the thing. I will eat good food anywhere. Well, they did if an somebody... entire segment that was all about steak. But once again, since you don't listen to the show, you would have known that. They gave you, Karen, right. shit right. that would make you come right now standing where you stand over like because you've said and if what's you're, the point of me listening because I will never get to go eat there because you won't go and when I go to Vegas with you I am pretty much with you so if you won't go then why torture myself over the places that would make me come I've just <laughs> why why I've just <laughs> I've now just set up all of our listeners to be like all you need to do is pressure me and then Karen can eat at these places <laughs> yeah. well I'll go I, I, if I have a Dude, sign a buddy up to go with me, and we will go do a food tasting that is just. Oh, I'm all about ridiculous. that. Just you—you you have an iPhone with a recorder device. There's our 360 Vegas review right there. Yep. Sign Enjoy. us up. There uh, you go. I'm a foodie. I will try anything. Once, sometimes twice, depends. Uh, not anything. That's, oh, yeah. uh, you're not the foodie that oh, you no, like to had... perceive yourself as. Oh, I am, because I. Oh, you are. Let me tell you what I had you this aren't. week. Don't care. Right. Wrap it up. Oh, I'm sorry. This is all about <laughs> me. All right. This is dependent on me. You could do this, but apparently not. No, no, no. No, I can't, Karen. I write the show. I edit the show. I do all this shit. You read the outro. And you want to listen to I me? I think I like, fucking earned this. Stumble over I've my words. It. Oh, oh, that, that is that is just. I, I, I think I've earned that. Hurry it up. <laughs> That's going to do it for episode 134. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it, believe it or not. If you'd like to check out any stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send some feedback, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes, good, bad, or indifferent. We read it all and appreciate it all. Mark is all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc. You can find links to those on the blog as well. So that's it for me. Anything else for you? We will be in Vegas next week, so it will be two weeks before you get to hear our trip report. We have some 360 Vegas reviews, which it's been quite some time since we've been able to share those with you. You don't need another details, but regardless, enjoy what we have for you, and we'll see you in three weeks, I guess. See ya. See ya. See ya.